Hey guys, welcome back to Clownfish TV. This is Neon. I am here with Geeky Sparkles. Hello. And everybody hates Bob. Bob really stepped in it. Bob has stepped in. Bob Chapek, Disney CEO Bob Chapek. Uh, we're going to talk about another daily dose of Dismal Disney. He's really stepping into it uh, with you know Disney fans. Parks guests. And yes. now he pissed off animation fans, too. Yeah, he's pissed off animation fans. Apparently, uh, Bob Chapek doesn't understand the foundation of the Walt Disney Company, where it came from that was started by an animator, because he doesn't think adults are really into animation that much. Mm -hmm. Lots of dumb things being said by Bob. And, of course, yesterday he got uh, kind of grilled over his, his statements on uh, quote-unquote wokeness. This is all from the same live stream. All these things we talked about yesterday and today, and everybody telling you if it ever, all from the very same live stream. Don't let Bob stream anymore. <laughs> Disney, just Apparently. don't let him stream because he's not doing you any favors. So we're going to talk about this. Uh, and then I think we'll throw in this ridiculously overpriced oh, yeah. uh, Marvel experience too while we're at it. But before we get into it any further, please subscribe for more pop culture news, views, and rants. Guys, over 278,000 subs. Yay! Thank you so much. We're on the way to 279. We're almost to 280 then. Yeah, we're almost to 280, which is almost to 300, which is almost to 3 No, but 300 though is good. That's only 22,000 away from 300. Hit the hit the subscribe button. Subscribe. Subscribe for more daily doses of Dismal Disney. So, yeah, let's let's what should we talk about first? Let's talk about animation first. Yeah, let's do the animation because that's what most people were up in arms about, like the most recent thing. Yeah, so Disney CEO Bob Chapek doesn't seem to think adults want animation coming from Pirates and Princesses.net. A really stupid thing. That is that is Geeky's Disney blog. Very stupid thing for the head of Walt Disney to say, but it's very clear they don't really think a whole lot about animation anymore. I mean, you know, judging by some of their decisions. Well, they keep making live action, you know, reboots and everything else. They aren't making a lot of animation. Remember, Disney was synonymous with animation. They were the gold standard. They were the innovators for a lot of the animation techniques through the years. And now he went from they went from that to, yeah, they just watch with their kids. And when their kids go to bed, they want to watch other stuff. Adults don't watch that this, shit. What the hell? This man should not be in charge of the Walt Disney Company. No. On any level. Uh, yeah, so Walt often prided himself on reminding people that uh, the Disney empire was was uh, started by a mouse. It was yep. all started by a he mouse. He says that they hope they ne we never lose sight of one thing. It was all started by a mouse. Well, guess what? They lost sight of that. They totally <laughs> lost sight of that. Uh, the new CEO seems to feel that animation is secondary and Disney's adult audience wants other kinds of entertainment. Uh, during this live stream with the Wall Street Journal, Chapek expressed his opinion that adults don't want to watch Disney animated films or projects. Yeah, he said, I always say that one of our, that one, he said that like that, our fans and our audiences put their kids to bed after watching Pinocchio or Dumbo or Little Mermaid. They're probably not going to tune into another animated movie. They want something for them. Because, you know, adults adults don't watch animation at all. Adults didn't grow up with animation and with Disney Company being synonymous with animation at all. It wasn't completely animated stuff and like that. You know, like Disney's own properties until recently at all. This is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, this, again, though, just shows where you know, Disney is with animation right now that they've been canceling a lot of shows. Um, you know, they've been turning their animated movies into stupid live action movies, which, you know. And they're going to do that to Bambi. They're going to Bambi. Who the hell wants to see 
see a live action Bambi. That one Twitch streamer. A dear girl. Oh, <laughs> I don't think she wants to see that either no. because, you know, we all know how, how that goes. Of course, Animation Twitter thinks that uh, all animation is for young adults. Uh, ages uh, 18 to 27. Young adults, 18 to 30. Um, here's the thing. What I find highly ironic about this whole thing is Disney is doubling down on, on anime. Even their one um, Simpsons Treehouse of uh, horror or yeah, hair true. or whatever yeah. it is, yeah. um, our one writer had talked about um, that they're doing a take on Death Note, and they even went and did it in an anime style. They're doubling, tripling down on anime because that's what people want to watch. Then they simultaneously say... That, well, you know, adults don't want to watch animation. You know, this is kind of funny because I was dunking on Matt Walsh from uh, The Daily Wire a couple of weeks ago because he was making comments like, you know, uh, adults don't watch animation. And, you know, I think he might have possibly maybe been joking. Adults aren't, aren't in animation and it's just kind of demonic. I just kind of feel that way. This sounds about like that. And this is coming from the guy in charge of Disney. Well, no, because in, in his mind, and we've heard it from other people, actually, um, they were talking to um, Tim Burton and he said that, you know, he wasn't going to do things for Disney anymore because it's like a circus. But in his conversation, clowns. <laughs> he, in his conversation, uh, the, his interview, he said Disney is focused on three things, Marvel, Star Wars. And well, then he said Pixar. So there's an animation in there somewhere. But Mar but they keep relegating Pixar to the to Disney Plus. But Marvel and Star Wars is what they're focusing on. And they've gotten into a place where a third to half of it's shit. I'm being kind. Most, it's probably big, you know, there's probably less good stuff than that. People are burnt out. They're sick of it. It's too much. They would probably like to see an original animation just for a change of pace. Yeah. I mean, this is why so many people are leaving Disney and Pixar and going to like Skydance and yeah. their studios because. that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. Disney's just, Disney just ain't got it anymore. No. They, they just don't. Um, the Disney that we grew up loving, the Disney that, uh, you know, we made fans decades decades and decades and decades of of uh, hardcore disney fans that disney does not exist people anymore. took their kids to see animated films because they personally loved them themselves yes, yes. oh and then meanwhile though this is the same ceo and disney that is saying they don't like and they don't want to worry about animation because it's for kids on one hand but it's also pushing how they're going to shove ip into their parks moana Encanto, coco on the other <laughs> i'm like i wish they'd make up their damn mind all right, let's look at some of these tweets. Cafe Fantasia. They're the ones that posted the, the clip. Maybe I'm weird, but I got Disney Plus so I could watch the incredible library of films of Walt Disney Animation Studios. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Shy Guy Buddy 11. You're dead if you aim only for kids. Adults are only kids growing up anyway, said Walt Disney himself. Uh, Walt Disney, who is playing with trains in his 50s, which led to the creation of Disneyland. Yeah, which led to this guy's job. Which led to your job. This is freaking tone deaf. Uh, Adventure Rabbit. This is truly an insult to Walt's legacy and to all of Disney's best animators. You think Walt's nine old men spent years perfecting their craft for toddlers. Fantasia was to prove that animation is an art form. This guy underestimates how much love goes into every single frame. There's a lot of animated things that are for adults only. Yeah. Um, I'm not I, talking to hentai. No, 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 no. But they're, they're yeah. And, uh, you know, there's this period of time in the... 70s and early to mid 80s where there were a lot of animated movies that were coming out that were geared toward adults. Actually, The Nightmare Before Christmas, it could be argued, was geared a little more toward adults because it wound up going under the Touchstone banner. Yeah, uh, Disney didn't feel it was true. on brand for them. Um, I like, like Inuyasha, I love, it's one of my favorites. 
Definitely not for children. Yeah. If he's not passionate about Disney's animated films, maybe he should quit his job and let an adult who gets it take over. Mm -hmm. um, here, Walt Disney himself. Growing old is mandatory, but growing up is optional. Um, <laughs> tell me you still don't understand the company you're in charge of without telling me. Have I said it many times? He cannot see. No, he is not right. I don't think he's right for the Walt Disney Company on so many levels. Um, I mean, he is, he is a bean counter. He's a bean counter. I mean, he hates that. He hates being called a bean counter, but it's very obvious that animation, the legacy of the Walt Disney Company means nothing to him. It's just content for Disney Plus numbers. It's a dollar sign. It's just numbers. And that's kind of what you know is going on with Zaslav, too. We have a guy in charge at Warner who, same thing. He's going to look at how much did this show cost and what did I get in return for it? I think it? he's actually been more pragmatic about it than, than Chapik is. Chapik's just like, I don't know, he's like throwing spaghetti against the wall most of the time. So in their quest to be completely dumb, um, they uh, this is the same, like I said, this is the same Wall Street Journal thing we talked about yesterday. God. Um, so today on the Disney Parks blog, they put out an article about three ways you can save money at Disney at Walt Disney World. And it was the three newest uh, discounts for hotels we talked about yesterday, which tells me they are not booking hotel rooms. Yeah. That's what it tells me. So um, Scott Gustin had put clips of the talking about the pricing and demand and the people that are the, from the parks that, that are parks fans are just like, this is the dumbest thing ever. So apparently the Wall Street Journal asked, you mentioned the passionate Disney fan base. They go online. They have forums. They debate your pricing. Some love it. Most hate it. I said some, but it's most. What's the line on continuing to manage it as you have, but but not alienating those customers, those diehard fans? And then he goes on about, there's this clip here, and I have some of the things he said. We want to guarantee a great guest experience. Can guarantee, okay? No matter when people come, if they come the second Tuesday in September, we want them to have a great guest experience. Maybe that won't, wouldn't have been so hard in the past, but if they come a day after Thanksgiving, we want to guarantee they're going to have the same guest experience. Well, it sounds to me they're trying to guarantee that every time you go, it's going to be a great guest experience, but it's gotten shittier and shittier and shittier. So where's my money back for this guarantee that I quit my butt with? Yeah, right. I mean, they're the guarantee. I can get, here's what I can guarantee you. What I can guarantee you is if you go to that Thanksgiving or if you go around Christmas time, you might get a hotel discount, but you're going to pay a shit ton more for tickets in the park. You're going to pay a shit ton more for Genie Plus. Mm -hmm. They're going to probably raise prices and other things because they're going to milk you, you know, when you get in there, which sounds bad after I said it aloud. Milky, milky. Mickey's going to milk you. Milky Mouse. <laughs> milky Mouse. Milky Mouse. So he's talking about, and that was not the family from C or Denver. Now it's the family from Seattle. He's like, and he actually said this thing, and the guy said in response to the forums, he's like, I'm talking about the people that actually come into the park that day. We want them to have a great time, experience. Great time. So basically, if you're on the forum and you're not coming that day, I don't give a shit. Pretty much. I mean, it goes on and on, and people had thoughts. Oh, yeah, he made sure he said about, he maximized share. They talked about how they control the, the, the people coming in to maximize shareholder value. Yeah. And people like brought this point, which I've mentioned before, too. They control the amount of people that can come in. They control, they, they had rooms, we you know, they blocked out saying they were sold out when they weren't to create false demand. So you're supposed to just accept their word that there's a demand for it. But what if they are the ones that set up that demand by, you know, 
shrinking the, the pool of what's allowed to come in. You know what I'm saying? I know that they shrink down how many annual passes are allowed in to try to get more money per day, but are they maybe artificially creating this quote unquote demand to justify charging people more? Probably. I mean, that's, I mean, look, to Chapek, it's all about the bottom line. They can talk great guest experience, but anybody who's been in the parks in the last couple of years knows that the guest experience is nowhere near where it used to be. people mentioned that. There's all kinds of comments in this article, people mentioning that. Like, it's the highest crowd levels, been an annual pass yeah. holder. I've never seen crowds so bad. Um, they're, they're like, they talk about, they, he was not at the Epcot last Saturday. He didn't see how bad it was. A lot of people saying, well, if you guarantee a great guest experience, how do I get my money back? That kind of stuff. You know what they're they're going to take away from this? If, if everybody's out there complaining that the parks are too crowded, well, I guess they're too cheap. They, they've done this before. They say that. They say it's too cheap, so we're going to raise the prices. But what they do is they raise the prices and let the same amount of people, amount of people in. So it's just as crowded, but they get more money. Yeah. That's what they've always done. We saw it with, with like the different parties before the pandemic happened. You'd go to these, like, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween or Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, and you'd pay extra money, and part of the perks were that you had lower wait times, lower crowds to ride the rides because it was limited. But we'd go in, and it would be busier during the party than it was during the day. Yeah. Um. So this guy here, Sam, says, shareholder value, take a drink every time he says that. Because what Bob Chapek is doing is he's telling the shareholders what they want to hear. He's not concerned about the guests. He's not concerned about the customers. He's concerned, I believe, about keeping his job. Now, um, if he makes money and the company makes money, even if people absolutely hate this guy, he's going to keep his job. Probably. I mean, that's just it. Somebody else brought up another point to the whole crowd capacity thing. They said he makes this big deal like, well, if the family from Seattle comes in or people that are there at the parks and they come at 10 o'clock and they want to make sure they can get in the park and they, they should be able to get in the park, not be turned away because it's overcrowded. And this person said, you know, the problem with SBS is they will happily sell more date specific tickets than reservation capacity allows and, and then say you should have checked reservation availability first. That's true. If they run out of park pass reservations... They'll still sell you a ticket for that day, even though you can't get in and say it's your fault. Yep. If it was truly about making sure the guest experience was was good and that people could get in that were paid to get in, you would make sure that your sold tickets do not exceed the amount of park pass reservations. Mm. It's happened multiple times. Hollywood Studios on October 16th. Was that when we were in we were in Universal? No, you were there before. The week, week before. before. Week before. Okay. I don't even know where I am. Uh, any any given week. Well, it's not as bad as when we used to go down for all the media stuff and it was like three yeah. times the different parks in a month. I should be president. I don't know where I am. <laughs> I don't know where I am most of the time. Oh, you're allowed to say that. Hollywood Studios on the 16th of October, according to the EC, ESE on, on Twitter, was so busy that there was no food available from any of the stands by 7 o'clock. Oh, wow. We left early. I've never seen that happen. I've never seen that happen. We left early and missed the closing show so my kids could actually eat. Every park was rammed full every day from the 4th to the 18th of October. That is tr true in Universal, too. Like I said, we were there the uh, first weekend. It was at uh, Columbus Day. It was a three-day weekend. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Can we call it Columbus Day? But, uh, yeah, it was the three-day weekend, and I've never seen Universal that bad either. So it's, you know, something, mm -hmm. something's definitely going on. But, yeah, so that's going on. Because it's all about money. And to wrap up this dismal Disney, we will, we will finish by talking about how it's all about money and how they want the whales Oh yeah, that was funny. The family from Denver looking at the family from Seattle because they uh, because now it's a family from Seattle. Yeah, here's another here's another meme. Meanwhile, the family from Indianapolis. Pretty much, or like... any place else. 
But Disney's quest to go after the people with money is so great that they've stooped the stupidity. They're literally, literally creating infinity stones, really expensive infinity stones. Well, they're not creating them. They're real gems. They're, they're making them into the infinity They're stones. taking real gemstones, rare gemstones, and saying that they represent an infinity stone. And if you buy all six, you can you you have the right to buy the the gauntlet to put them in. Oh, you have the right to spend more money. That right. sounds like a very no, Disney, it is a but, very but Disney. You're, like you're like this is really crazy. But wait till you see, they had one at San Diego, I guess, at Comic Con as a sample, and it was now I think that's a little more of the extreme because I don't think any this is going to end up adding up to that. It was worth twenty five million dollars. What? Yeah. These Who are these I don't believe. That? I don't believe these are going to hit that price. No. But. The first stone is the reality stone, and it is a ruby, and they're $300 for sale. And they range in price from $1,500 to $20,000. And one of the $20,000 is out of stock already, even though the sale wasn't supposed to have started yet. Oh, my God. Was that, maybe that was the floor model from San Diego. Or maybe that was for, you know, Chapek or something. <laughs> but they have these different stones. And they have, okay, so obviously we have a yellow, a, a, a yellow diamond. Yeah. Very pricey. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have an emerald. Uh, again, they're pricey for a good one. Amethyst, they're in the middle of the road, but these are good ones. Uh, Sapphire, uh, Ruby, and then the Soul Stone was a, a Spesterite Garnet, which are all orangey garnets, and they're also pricey. And Steven. And Steven. <laughs> and Steven. But for the price, they're all numbered, and you get a little carrying case. And if you buy all six, and you have the right to spend more money to buy the, probably pay like, you know, $50,000 for the gauntlet to put them in. I don't know what the price oh of it's going to be. Oh, my God, that's insane. But they're all certified gems. But even if this cost stays consistent, which it's not going to, I, I, I mean, it might, but I find that hard to believe because some of these stones vary in, in pricing, and it's, you know, by quality, but they vary in pricing overall. And some of them are more rare, more expensive than others. So if the prices stay consistent, you're talking at the minimum $9,000 for six, not counting the gauntlet. At the maximum, one hundred twenty thousand dollars for six, not counting the gauntlet. But I think you're going to find the prices are going to fluctuate, and depending on the stone, they could go up or down. Yeah. Wow. That's 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 the brain. That's the brain fart now. That is that is a very current year. Three hundred whales can have an infinity gauntlet. You know, if they could just rent Disney out to one person per day and not have any rides or anything, they, and only have to have like five employees. They'd be cool with that. As as well, who would want to rent Disney out for a whole day and never ride anything? Celebrities who don't like to ride things. Well, that would be pointless. No, because some people just like to kick around the park. Well, you know, they technically they keep doing these things like filming and stuff at night. Couldn't they just rent the parks out at night to people that are rich? They and do. They do. Um, they, they'll rent sections of the park out. Well, I know they did that, but I mean, at yeah. night, couldn't the whales just buy the park at night? And The whales come out at night. Oh my say? God, it'd be like Disney's after, after hours event. That's where all the rich people, it'd it's be like, like $10,000 a ticket. But it'd be like Disney's fire festival. Probably. <laughs> and like all the rich people come out, but like none of the rides are working. No, no, the rides, well, the, no, the rides, they have to let the rides work. That's, that's the point. It'd be like, it'd be very no. limited. $10,000 a person a night. If you want a ride, and it's another $10,000 a ride. You get all the pictures you want without all the crowds and all the riffraff in your way. So you don't have to go to the different Disney boards and be like, hey, can somebody who's good at Photoshop take all these people out of the background so it's just me and the castle? And those of you who go to those boards know exactly what I'm talking about and probably are laughing right now. Can you make
make my my Disney vacation look like what they promised me on TV? Thanks. Well, no, seriously, these boards, they'll have somebody, they'll have pictures, and they'll be like one person, and then like 30 people in the background, and they'll go on there and ask people to edit their pictures. <laughs> and some people will be smart asses, and they'll edit all kinds of weird stuff in there, but some people will edit everybody out, so it's just them, them, and you know, in front of something, it's just them being their special moment, just them. God. Well, here, I'll leave it with this one. This is Jason Gordon from Twitter. Well, I went in September from Utah, and the guaranteed best experience was not my experience. Is this the money-back guarantee? Is this a money-back guarantee? Uh, rides down and or in disrepair daily. The That's trash true. Is, I keep seeing pictures of trash. Yep. Lack of entertainment offerings because they got rid of a lot of entertainers. Poor selection of merch, and apparently, according to some people, no food. Um... Well, yeah, well, I've never seen it do that, but I, I know a big problem they're having too is, is staffing. Yeah. They don't have enough cast members. Um, I know that's where they're having trouble with characters. They don't have enough cast members to fill the character roles because you don't pay them worth shit for one. You don't treat them very well for another. And you, you're, and they're trying to say that's another reason why they limit, they're limiting things and pushing people different ways because they don't have cast members to staff things. Well, then hire more people. You're charging enough. Yeah, this guy is definitely one of the worst. <laughs> One of Disney's worst CEOs. You might actually get that in history as being one of the worst, but if the shareholders love him and he's making money, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Stop going to Disney. Just stop going to Disney. It's not worth it. For most of us, it's not worth it no. anymore. I, I don't know what else to say. You know? I'm going to wrap it up. Yep. Please subscribe for more pop culture news, views, and rants, guys. We'll talk later. Bye.